from Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to the Ticket Weeknights. Featuring former Nebraska basketball player Terrence Badgett. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm going to go ahead and listen to that on the way home tonight. I'm going to go ahead and... and yeah, it's, uh, it's a DJ Quick double feature tonight. I, I guess I didn't get the uh, log fixed like I thought hey, I had. Hey, it's okay. This, this is... Hey. Well, it's the, it's the extra flair of yeah. the uh, of the former Nebraska basketball player, Terrence Badgett. That, 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 <laughs> so that's why we need to have that at the end of the hour, not right now. But hey. it's all right. Yeah. They'll, they'll just be calling for my job on the text line now. I won't let them take it. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is kind. Of, this is kind of a basketball show tonight. We just had Coach Neon, your former Nebraska basketball player Terrence Badgett, oh, and our basketball team has a lot more positivity surrounding it than other sports teams at this university. Yes, yes, a lot more. Woo. Whooped Colorado in an exhibition. That's a former tournament team last year, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Big Eight team back in the day. Yep, uh, yeah. yeah, rival, a rival. Big time, big time. You used to have a player named Donnie, uh, Donnie Boyce that was an excellent player, you know, back in the day. So, yeah, um, you know, I, I'm telling you, you know, uh, Fred is going to turn the corner. And, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I'm excited. I still believe from that 11 – in the conference, it's going to go down to about five or six. I think it will be, or even better. I think it's going to be a. They're going to stun a lot of people. So <clears throat> I know it's early, and I don't try to curse them or anything too. But you know, you know, I just think that you know the group that they have, and you know everything they're showing us, it's a lot different look. It's a lot different look. A lot, a lot more poise, a lot more solid in defense. Um, Shooters are getting to be shooters. So, yeah. What was your take on it? Well, I got the opportunity last year to be a part of the basketball postgame show with DP and Strick. Okay. And uh, one of the stats that I kind of keyed on last year that Nebraska routinely underperformed in was assist to turnover. Okay. And they they had 17 assists and 17 turnovers this weekend uh, against Colorado, which is still not where you want to be, you Mm -hmm. know, one-to-one. I think last year I said that, I, I would think Nebraska would need to be two to one, yeah. two turnovers for every or two, two assists for every turnover to win a game when they were in the midst of their losing streak. Um, but to see that almost not even be a factor, as big of a deal this year, uh, that they can go one for one and still beat a team by 15 mm-hmm. and be up by 21 out of the half and kind of just go on cruise control right. is incredibly inspiring and really gets you feel gives you the the feel that Fred has has turned the corner and has this thing headed in an extraordinary direction. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of times people, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of times people look at the turnovers as, you know, it, it is a negative, but at the same time too, you have, you have players being able to be free and play, you know what I'm saying? And some of those things just, you know, you can't, it's just off the motion, you know, not being able to afraid to throw them. Just players got to catch them. You know, more secure passes, take care of them. The coaches will clean that up. The coaches will clean that up. Like you said, seventeen and seventeen. So, if you take off five of 
the the um, 17 turnovers and put them five on top. That's 22. You know what I'm saying? So then he got 22 to 12. You know what I'm saying? So, and then it would have been what by 30. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yep. so you look at those things too. I think the I I actually think the um, they should be two to one this year. Assist the turnovers. I, I I really I really I'm really hoping it will. That that would certainly be a goal that the team should. You would hope the team would strive for. Oh, I'm sure he will. I'm yeah, sure he will. But the thing, the biggest thing that that says to me mm-hmm. is, in any sport, turnovers are backbreaking. I think in, um, hockey takeaways is a big stat. Football turnovers, fumbles, interceptions are something that impact every game and you can point to a couple of key turnovers in the football season that changed the, the perception of the season in football so to see a husker team not necessarily play turnover free basketball and still make those mistakes but win by 15 that gives you the impression that they have the talent to overcome those sorts of mistakes right which is something that i don't think we've seen in a men's sport at nebraska in a while yeah and i think what is going to happen is once they realize too that the less turnovers make you one of the one of the top teams because you see all the better you see all the top teams take care of the ball. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got the Michigans. You know what I'm saying? Michigan State's most of the teams take care of the ball. Um, NBA is a little bit more lopsided. <laughs> they have high turnovers and things like that too because of the basketball they play. But as in college basketball, in order for you to be successful and be one of the top teams, you really do have to take care of that ball. So I really think that. Um, um, Fred, make sure that that you know that that gets better. That'll improve. Is That'll it improve. overreactionary to uh, take as much as we are out of these exhibition games, or can you glean a lot from them? You can glean a lot from them. Um, it's the freedom, you know. The thing about it, what everyone wants to see is when the game gets tight, how they handle it, you know, so how they handle pressure, and that's what Fred and them are looking for too. You know, when you know how they handle. Um, coming to the huddle, he drawing it up and then carrying it out. As you remember last year, there's a lot of times he comes to the huddle drawing out and then he look like what, what the heck happened? Yeah, you're not running what you're not running what I want to run. So this is now the evaluation. This is the big part too. Are they going to carry out what he run what he wants you to run in a timeout and out of a huddle, you know, and out of a timeout and stuff like that. So I think that's the that's the evaluation we need to look forward to, and I think it's going to be – it's exciting. I think it is. I mean, for them, you know, you can handle the pressure, uh, and I know they can. It's, it's going to say – it's going to say high – it's going to say great things for you because the pressure is going to come. Every game is about spurts, and it's, it's about handling those spurts. Yeah, and I, there was a comment. Uh, so when I was – producing the truth we went through some fan comments that i went and found after the game and kind of just got the guys cj and kobe's take on it and one of the comments was you know a lot of the talk this offseason was about five star bryce mcgowan's and kind of made it seem as though that was one of the only differences between this squad but you look up and down the uh the roster look at the bench look at this five starters and virtually all of them can shoot from long range and it just makes this team incredibly dangerous because you pull out one shooter and you have another guy who is just as good to go right back in if you are an opposing player what kind of daunting task is it to go up against a team like that right the difference between last year and this year there were there were one player that was dominant and you know he was he was pretty much offense at the same time it was 
everyone focusing on when he got the ball, when he has the ball. Well, that player's not here no more. So now you have a buy-in of a whole nucleus of team to say, hey, let's be free. Whoever whoever night it is, it's their night. You know what I'm saying? And then, and that's where the turnovers are coming in because they're being unselfish. You know what I'm saying? So at the same time, like I said, you know, he gives them the freedom. He showed them that he believes in them. He's made sacrifices, and now players are bought in, and that's the key. Like you said, you heard me talking about Danny Nee and how much I enjoyed him because he, he made you buy in. You know, everyone was a – we didn't walk off and cussing each other out in the locker room. We weren't about that. No, he made us. We if we lost, we lost as a team. We won, we won as a team. So, and I think that's that's what Fred got. That's what Fred has right now. And I think that's another thing that, you know, it's assist to turnover ratio. Uh, assists. One of the reasons why the assist to turnover ratio was poor last year is because they weren't playing team basketball. Mm-hmm. You had the one guy who would kind of yeah. If if he's got the ball. You know, just back Everybody out. Everybody stop and watch. Yep, yep yeah. exactly. And right. so through these two exhibition games, we've seen this team play and play well together. Mm-hmm. You can certainly tell that they've had a full off season without a a COVID pandemic or COVID protocols interrupting anything. Right. And so it's really refreshing. And, again, you really get the impression that Fred has this going in the right direction. You know, what I watched, um, the, the freeness to cut – you know what I'm saying? After Strickland was one of those players that, you know, once he passed the ball, he'll cut, and then people will cut off him. And Jerron was excellent at that. Tom Wall was excellent at that. I see that same being able to cut without the ball. Being able to, being able to move without the ball. That's the most that's the most that's the that's the best offense you can have. If you keep on moving without the ball, not trying to you know, look for the ball, not worried about the ball, but just being ready when it comes to you. And I see a, a lot of those turnovers was just like that, being open, just not timing, just not knowing your player just yet. But I think those things will be, you know, edged out and, you know, I think improved. We did see Nebraska at one point hold a 30 to tw- uh, thirty to 9 lead over Colorado. Mm-hmm. If Let's say they can get out to a similar lead against Creighton. What do you think Lincoln would be like? I will be out there with Lincoln. Uh, I will be. <laughs> they have to. We have to be Creighton. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm. When I played for Nebraska, we never lost to Creighton. And Danny Need was the crazy about that. He said, "Look, you, you, you go ahead, and go up here and lose to you if you want to. I promise you, I'll have you running so much you'll be throwing up by 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 30 minutes later. You know, it was just something we didn't do. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, our time is. is I think it's our time. I think it's our time. We're going to see that old Nebraska beating up on Creighton or you know, competing at a higher level, and I'm excited about it. So, Man, if I could shoot a lick, you'd have me ready to suit up after after listening to you and Coach Nee and just now in this segment. I'm ready to go out there and, and ball my heart out for Nebraska <laughs> men's basketball. Yeah, yeah lovely, lovely. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want me to do that, but I'm ready for it. <laughs> well, we never know. So, hey. Hey. But you do a great job for me. How about that? Hey, there we go. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll get to Terrence's tunes at the top of the next hour. It's a, a T-Pain triple feature. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll get to Keith Moody and maybe a little Husker football talk and a little NBA NFL talk. Keith. <laughs>